Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Amen. And praise the Lord. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, this is Power and Glory Morning Intercession. Uh, we are True Life Ministries under the leadership of our pastor, Elder Gregory Hughes. Uh, we have two locations, but we are one church that's in East Point, Georgia, and in Canton, Georgia. And if you are in the area inside of Georgia, that would be East Point and Canton. Both are in the Atlanta metro area. If you are in the area, most definitely stop by. Uh, please visit our website as well. And you can get more information on True Life, uh, our locations, and what we do uh, for kingdom's sake. Go to uh, Inc. Dot O-R-G. Again, that's True Life Ministries, I-N-C Amen, and bless the Lord. Glad that you are able to be with us today, whether you are here with us live or if you're blessed to be able to hear it at a later time, you definitely can stop by uh, and, and pull any one of these at any time and let it be an encouragement. You even have an option of downloading at something, and you can carry it with you wherever you go, whether it's by phone or even by computer. If you are logged into the computer, uh, definitely we welcome you there. There are several different ways to be blessed in the Lord. I say this, uh, and I recently um, let some folk know, if in this season, um, as God has called ministers of the gospel, from the, from the pastors and the apostles and the whoever, everyone that God has called, and even those who are, are laymen, we have every avenue to share the gospel. And we ought to use every bit of every avenue that we have, every outlet, every media, whatever we have access to, to share a gospel. We never know when we could change a life, save a life, draw a life to Christ. So whatever avenue you have available to you, use it. Don't let anything stop you. Use it to be a blessing. Use it to save. Use it. He that wins souls must be wise, the word says. And so it is with this that we have the wisdom to know that every avenue that's available to us via uh, Internet, social media, uh, uh, walking the streets, in the church, out the church, uh, whatever, whatever, television, radio, whatever is available to us, use it for kingdom's sake. Amen, amen, amen. And with all that said, good morning, Dr. Arrington. Amen. I know she's on vacation. I hope she's not having uh, some difficulty this morning. I'll give her a few more minutes to come on. Uh, hopefully she's able to, to to be with us this morning. Um, I'm sure. That she there she is. There I am. Okay. I felt, like, I felt like one crying in the wilderness, make ye the way of the Lord. Hallelujah. Understand <laughs> that. A, a, a glitch this morning, too. Yeah. I mean, I saying whatever avenues that are available to us, I've been saying that. We've got to use that for kingdom's sake. That's the Internet, that's radio, that's television, that's walking the street, in the church, out the church, whatever, whatever avenue God has given, whatever media, whatever is available, we've got to utilize it for kingdom's 
sake. And so it doesn't matter how much the enemy tries to interfere, the adversary. It doesn't matter how much he tries to block, tries to hinder, tries to stop. It doesn't matter. Where there's a will, there's a way. And that's all God needs is a will. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Again. Again, and I know you can hear me this time, amen. Good morning, Elder Angelia, and to everyone who is in the audience today. Uh, what she had said is so important. All of us, everyone, from even a baby has a message when he cries to let you know, one, that you are needed and that God has required something of thee, even if it's in the care of the child, and you so, to speak kind words to him and raise him up and train him up in the way that he should go. So that's a different message, but I just thought I would say that in line with what um, Elder Angelia is saying because it is so important that we understand we're not here just to be here. We're here for the purpose of others. We're here to have a message for others. We came bearing a message. We came bearing bearing hope, and that too is another message. But nevertheless, we're going to go forward with today's message. But it is so important that you understand you are not here by accident. You are here on purpose. Amen. With that said, good morning and welcome to Naomi's Word. We are here to bring to you, our listeners, words of knowledge that will inspire, encourage, motivate, and to help guide you in all wisdom and in all truth. As we know here at Naomi's Word, God will provide in word and in deed. Amen. The intent and mission of our sessions is to give further understanding about how God operates. We learn just how he speaks to his people as he relays to them his plan for their lives. Because he is the God of purpose, know that He, as he reveals his plan to us, he is also revealing himself. He is God, and we are operating in the timing that he created for this earth, for us, his creation. God is infinite. We are not. He doesn't need time to do his will. We do. We require the element of time in order for our lives and purposes to be processed. Because of his love for you and for me, he also sent to us, the believer, the Holy Spirit. He is available to us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. He is ready to take us to the places that God has already planned and prepared for us to go. Jeremiah 29.11 says, For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. It is in your now time that he reveals himself to you, the believer, and the plans that he has for you. What What he has placed in our hearts and minds, we are to use as stepping stones toward the predestined and preordained path that he has chosen for us. He then tells and reminds us in his word that we are to apply our now faith and to believe what he has said to us concerning his plans for our lives. It is in this process that we must continue to walk as we faith our way to his purpose for our lives. Never forget that life is a process towards our living, and that is individually you a life towards your living, and a life towards my living. Once again, life, it is a process, and your participation is required. In your own life, just show up. After all, we know that Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. He showed up for you, 
and he showed up for me. Amen. As you prepare to hear today's message, as a reminder, always and daily put on the most offensive weapons of choice available to the believer, the whole armor of God. It is found in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Also consider these scriptures. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. That's Proverbs 3 and 5. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and are the called according to his purpose. That's Romans 8, 27 and 29. As you study to show yourself approved, speak and meditate on these and any other scriptures that come to heart and to your remembrance as often as you need to. Know and understand that we are not alone in our doings as believers in the body of Christ. Know that God is for us and with us always. He said in his word that he would never leave us nor forsake us. Amen. With that said, let's begin. We have a continued title, and it's called God Wants Your Focus Back on Him. The topic today is entering into the believer's rest. Hebrews 4, 1 through 3 and 11 says, Therefore, while the promise of entering his rest still remains and is freely offered today, let us fear in case of any one of you may seem to come short of reaching it or think he has come too late. For indeed, we have had the good news of salvation preached to us, just as the Israelites also, when the good news of the promised land came to them. But the message they heard did not benefit them because it was not united with faith in God by those who heard. For we who believe, that is, we who personally trust and confidently rely on God, enter that rest so we have his inner peace now because we are confident in our salvation and assured of his power, just as he has said. I, as I swore my oath in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. This, he said, although his works were completed from the foundation of the world, waiting for all who would believe, let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest of God to know and experience it for ourselves so that no one will fall by following the same example of disobedience as those who died in the wilderness. Our focus today, uh, and I'll give you a quote today, as stewards of God, sometimes we need a little encouragement to to remember why we're here. This quote says, Thou has made us for thyself, O Lord, and our heart is restless until it rests in thee. I'll repeat that. Thou has made us for thyself, O Lord, and our heart is restless until it rests in thee. Remember, the topic is a believer's rest. We are still under the subject again. God wants his, wants his um, focus, our focus back on him. In each session of your life, God desires to show you you and to give you his plans concerning you. He has a message to and for you in each spiritual season. He desires that you have the clarity that you need concerning your destiny and journey. Remember, everything about you is a process and of timing. A question to you is, are you listening so that when he does speak to you, you will hear him, identify and know that it is his voice? God, he 
not only wants to bring his people back into order, he wants to place us in the divine positions, fully prepared and equipped. Understanding what your purpose is will give you the ability to continue to press forward in your life. We are called and chosen to be prepared to do the works for the effective ministry that he has called us into. In order to conduct his business on his behalf, we need his divine direction and guidance to possess the courage to become. As his creation, you have got to show up as a real authentic you. God wants to use you and to show you you. He wants to see his glory come out of you. No one else can do or be you. Only you have your assignment. Learn to be you. Listen to and for his voice. Hebrews three fourteen through 16 says, For we believers have become partakers of Christ, sharing in all that the Messiah has for us. If only we hold firm our newborn confidence, which originally led us to him until the end. While it is said today, while there is still opportunity, if, your heart, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart as when they provoked me in the rebellion in the desert at Meribah. He's letting you know in advance to expect him to speak to you. In fact, God is speaking right now. Are you listening? Remember, Jesus is coming back soon, and those who endure unto the end shall be saved. So let's be ready from the inside out. Today's message is about God's divine plan for his called, the chosen, and the faithful children that he has. As a believer, you must know for sure what your position is in Christ. You must know what God has for you regarding your purpose. It is essential. This message will prepare you as the Holy Spirit directs, leads, and guides you forward to it into your purpose, call, and destiny. He promised us rest in him. Resting in him is a part of trusting God and in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Keep in mind to always pursue getting wisdom and acquiring understanding. I'd like to share this message with you today to encourage you to continue to pursue the face of God for his plans, purpose, and again, the destiny assigned to you, not to me, the one to you. This is personal. Trust God for his divine direction as you go on your journey in all ways and at all times. In our message, we're talking about the act of rest, of resting, the believer's rest. The dictionary defines this this word as quiet, calmness, tranquility, peacefulness, serenity, stability. And as a believer in Christ, understand the fact that if, if you have the Holy Spirit dwelling in you, a portion of that fruit is peace. So therefore, you are accessible to it 24 hours a day and seven days a week, in and through all things. With that said, I'm going to share this with you. Living in God's rest. God wants us to enjoy our everyday lives. John 10.10 says that Jesus died for us so that we may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. But it seems so many people who say they believe in Jesus are not really enjoying their lives, okay? It's tragic to think that Jesus paid the price for our sins, that he suffered to make that sacrifice, and yet 
there are Christians who are struggling just to get by and make it through each day. The key to having abundant life in Christ is living by God's grace through faith because grace is his power working in us that enables us to do whatever we need to do in life. When we try to do everything in our own strength and leave God out of the equation, we just get worn out and frustrated by our mistakes and failures. But when we lean on God, we actually enter into his rest and can enjoy our lives no matter what our circumstances may be. Now the rest of God is not the rest from work. It is a rest in work. It's partnering with God to do what he is calling you to do by his grace and leaving the part you can't do in his hands, trusting him to do it. So we start first by believing. When I'm trying to believe, I haven't entered, when I'm trying to believe, I haven't entered into God's rest. But when I do believe, I have complete rest in him. Living by faith is not a struggle. It's rest. And you can enter into God's rest in every area of your life. I discovered that the stress in my life is caused by the way I approach my circumstances and the attitude I have toward them. It was a turning point for me when I realized that the world will probably never change. I also realized and know that the word of God is constant and it will never change. I must choose to take what I have learned and apply it so that I can change the way I go about handling situations that are challenging. One key to this is knowing that as believers in Christ, again, we are partners with God. We have a part, and he has a part in everything he calls us to do. When we don't do the part that we can do, we try to do his part. That's when we live stressed out with worry, fear, anxiety, frustration, no peace, and no joy. The reason this happens sometimes is because we think God needs our help. We meditate on the problem, rolling it over and over in our mind, worrying, trying to figure out how things should work out at that or those moments, and we are doubting God's ability to take care of us in our situations without even asking him first. We need to realize that worrying is useless. It's like sitting in the rocking chair, rocking all day, wearing yourself out and getting nowhere. Trusting God means we give up worrying, reasoning, and anxiety, and we enter into his rest with simple childlike faith. We live by grace through faith. Remember, we are walking our journey by faith. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 is a great scripture that says we are saved by grace through faith, and we walk out our relationship with God and his plans for our lives the same way we receive salvation by grace through faith. This is possible because Jesus made the perfect sacrifice for us when he gave up his life, taking our guilt and condemnation and paying for our sins. Through a personal relationship with Jesus, we access God's grace so we can do what he's calling us to do. It's so amazing to know what God that God is always with us, giving us his grace for everything we need to do in life. Trust God's unconditional love for you today. Do what you can do and give him everything else. And when you find yourself getting frustrated or feeling overwhelmed, 
like you just can't do it anymore, remember to stop. Get your focus back on him and enter into his rest once again. I would also like to share this. Uh, We are to be encouraged, and we are encouraged through the word of God, to strongly enter into God's rest. Okay, rest is one of the greatest gifts God gave to mankind. Rest is synonymous with peace. Naturally, we associate rest with sleep. When we are so tired, we think of sleeping and resting. After that, we are refreshed and energized to move out again. We feel good and happy. This is man's rest, not God's rest. I want to talk about here. You ask what is God's rest. God's rest is deep and profound. It supersedes the rest derived when we are physically tired or sleepy or worn out from each day's labor. When we have worked so hard, what does it mean, God's rest? What does it signify? We shall study, and you can study this in the book of Hebrews, chapter 3 and 4, and it will help you understand it. But for the purpose of this session, the meaning of rest. Rest is not rest from work, again, but in work. Not the rest of activity, but of the harmonious working of all of the faculties and affections of will, heart, imagination, conscious, because each has found in God the ideal sphere of its satisfaction and development. Uh, Here are just some of the hindrances to entering into God's rest and to cease from our work. Sometimes a lack of faith in God's word, rejection and unbelief in his word, lack of knowledge of God's word. Again, we're talking about always pursuing uh, uh, understanding in God's wisdom. Unbelief in departing from the living God because we don't believe, we don't believe he's there. When we cease from our arrogance to think we are something or somebody and learn to give God the glory in everything that we do, for without him we can do nothing and we are nothing. It is to accept the grace given by God to live the Christian life and its principles. Only through faith, it is not only through faith, it is not our righteousness, it is what Jesus did for us on the cross. When we believe it, We become righteous through faith, not by struggling to perfect or be holy or to be good. We can't do it on our own. Until you cease from your labor or works, struggles, and trying to allow the Holy Spirit to live the Christian life in you, then the battle to be, then the battle that you need him to help you with, the holiness stops because of your lack of faith. When, you rest, when your rest comes, you rest while the Holy Spirit fights for you. You only have to believe this by faith. What the Word of God says, relax and give up your struggles and the fight. Let the fight be by and with and through the Holy Spirit. Keep it holy. And it will give you the power to overcome, not in your own strength. At that point, you cease from your works, plots, and schemes to exert your own ways. You know, we're always trying to do our thing and think we've got the answers. And the reality is, since we don't belong to ourselves, that's impossible to have all the answers. 
We give way to accept the will of God in our in your life directed by the Holy Spirit. Then you listen to him to direct you in wisdom in your daily life and destiny. It is then that you begin to relax and have that inner peace. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. The Holy Spirit is God living inside of your spirit in order to enable the believer to live the Christian life. Without the Holy Spirit, we can't do anything and can't live this Christian life. The Holy Spirit gives you the wisdom to understand the word of God. What does God's rest signify spiritually? The rest talked about here, again, is deep and profound. It is that which sums up the end game of our existence on earth and how we live in peace and rest despite our being poor or rich. It is peaceful existence that enhances and enriches your life again here on earth. And when you're in, when over on your journey on earth is over, it continues the hereafter because we left in peace. This is a promise God has given to humanity. The scripture reminds us that it is about obedience to God's word. So this is what God's rest is. It is a kind of peace that allows you to be in a state of rest at all times. Trials or joyful times because you are trusting the Lord. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted on thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. That's found in Isaiah 26, 3 and 4. Not only being at rest, but also renewed in your inner life, because God says, my grace is sufficient for you. Even when extremely tired, the Holy Spirit gives you strength. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Somehow you find the grace to do the impossible in your life. You speak life to yourself. It is a lifestyle that enables a believer, not rattled by any circumstances of life, you know all things are working for good to those who love the Lord. The believer lives by faith, and the just shall live by faith. The scripture says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, Psalms 37 and 23. The one trusting the Lord has peace, knowing God is in control. He or she is in a state of rest and tranquility, knowing no weapon formed against them shall prosper. And he in them, the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, is greater than the evil one. This kind of peace or rest does not emanate on basis of material opulence or fame or political ingenuity, intellectual acumen, or other things that exalt humans. This kind of peace and rest can only come from a supernatural and divine God who can only give this kind of rest through obedience to his word and love for him through faith. Again, the believer is encouraged strongly to enter into God's rest. The believer is encouraged to seek that peace and tranquility that enables you to enjoy the labors of your life. It is that lifestyle that allows you to love and obey God as you strive materially here on earth. The scripture asks, what shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? What shall a man or woman give in exchange for their soul? So while you are still living, seek this rest. 
and God that God promised to you through your faith. God understands and his has promised never to leave you nor forsake you. Hebrews 13.5, that's found in Hebrews 13.5. The scriptures encourage us with these words, for we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all point tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in times of need. It is the will of God to open our minds to his truth. He wants us to remain faithful to him after our calling so that we can be his chosen, his elect. Sure, life in this this world is not easy, but there is hope. Let's be about the business of being called, chosen, and faithful. The greatest possession we shall seek in our entire life is God's rest, which is synonymous to peace. Let us seek sincerely to understand God's rest and implement it in our lives. Our lives will be more joyful if we do. As Paul voiced, what is required of stewards is that they be found faithful. A steward is just a servant. He doesn't run the household. The master does. His only responsibility is to do what the master tells him. What God requires of you is not success, but faithfulness in what he has assigned to you to do. Ask yourself, what has Jesus called you to do? You aren't responsible to save the world, but you are responsible to follow Christ in your situation. For a servant, success in life is identifying what God has called you to and being completely faithful in it. Understand this. The gospel is the good news that God is restoring our broken lives through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ in an effort to not only be restored, but also to be used effectively by God in restoring the broken lives of others. It is always imperative that we learn to know what God's plan and will for our lives consists of. We must understand what God is doing in our lives when he is helping us to get understanding. Therefore, it is essential that you pursue the believer's rest in Christ. As you pursue a deeper relationship with Christ, never forget who your divine help is. Of course, it is the Holy Spirit of God. Have you ever thought about your life without the Holy Spirit? Wow. Each day that we are here brings about new opportunities for the believer to understand who he or she is in him, what you possess in him, and because of your relationship with him, he desires that you allow him to manifest himself into and through you. Only you can do and be you. You must desire in your heart to do and be in his perfect will for your life. As a chosen vessel, you are unique, whole and complete, but only in him. Let's face it, you are the man in your mirror. You must know for yourself as you continue to press forward towards something new that his word says that he is about to show you, give to you, manifest a new thing into your life. It is not new to the Holy Spirit. It is only new to your revealed memory. Remember, a desire to change begins with the need to change and the decision and choice to change. The Holy Spirit is the change agent of your reality. 
and he is waiting on you. Understand that it takes courage to be who God called you to be. He called for you to be different, to act different, and to make the difference. By choosing Christ and committing to walk, talk, and to live your life as a Christian, it requires special courage. Do you believe that you were sent here to this earth to make a difference? If you do, then you must reimagine your possibilities. As it is understood, you must remember that the starting point for dealing with one's own issues in life, after we have confessed our sins, is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Ask to be filled full of the Holy Spirit, and then strive to establish a true relationship with him. You must choose to walk as one with a heart of thanksgiving and with an attitude of gratitude. When you, when you willfully choose to accept change, and correction in your life, you are also choosing to go, to grow, and to flow. In other words, to keep it moving and moving forward. Understand that making no decision is still making a decision. You are accountable for that choice. You must choose to change. You must choose to grow. I personally have chosen to change, therefore I have chosen to grow while yet becoming. I suggest that you choose wisely. As you go forward into your new day, remember that this is your time. Be grateful to God for the generous deposits that he has made in and for your life. Pray often. Praise him often. Let gratitude and humility be your banner. Let thanksgiving be your words of praise. Know for yourself that Jesus is enough for you. You don't need somebody else to tell you that. You should know it for yourself. When you show up on his behalf, He will show up and show out for and through you. Trust in him and watch him do you good. Pursue opportunities to be an encouragement and an inspiration to others that are around you and in your presence. Elder Angelia mentioned that in the beginning. Also, don't forget to encourage yourself. Be authentic. Give great value to the people that God has placed in your life. He put them there just to help you to become. As a believer in the body of Christ, you must know for yourself that Jesus is the answer and never the question. Thank you for joining us today here on Naomi's Word. Have a happy, thankful Thursday, everyone. Give someone a kind word, a hug, or a smile today. Do some random act of kindness just because you can and just because you know that Jesus loves you and cares for you unconditionally. He dumped the garbage of our sins into the sea of forgetfulness and replaced it with his gift of love, joy, and peace through the Holy Spirit. Walk in it. Because of the sacrifice that he made for you and for me, God, he is the greatest gift giver of all. You must know for yourself that he is. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus is eternally changeless, always the same yesterday and today, and forevermore. I know in my heart and in my mind that Jesus is enough for me. How about you? Won't he do it? Know that you are loved and that you are awesome. Jesus loves you, and so do I. You have a fantastic day and a fabulous week in him. Amen? In Jesus' name.
with that said, we're going to go forward with prayer. You know, it's Amen. really amazing. We're, Amen. It's really, it's really is. <laughs> you can go ahead and pray, Dr. Eric. Okay. Amen. It's, it's really amazing as, as we go forward in life. You know, we're learning to understand how God works, and a lot of people fear God. They, they, they fear God. You know, we're supposed to have reverent fear like we did for our parents and, and our authorities, but Jesus loves you, and the Holy Spirit is here just for you. God said he'd never leave you nor forsake you, and, and to prove it, he sent his son, and his son died for you. Then he still didn't leave you by yourself. He left you the Holy Spirit. Upon your request, you can have that interfilling that inner peace all the days of your life. But it's something you must do. We have to quit expecting others to fill us and, and, and be all and everything for us when we already have the Holy Spirit and he is ready to do the will of God in your life. So pursue the face of God. Pursue the heart of Christ. Pursue the assistance and guidance of the Holy Spirit. And as you do that by faith, as this message was saying, you enter into his rest. Your circumstances in life may never change, but as long as you have his rest and his peace, you can go through anything, understanding that if God brought you to it, he'll bring you through it. Everything that we've experienced, as ugly as it seemed to be, was a part of the training a part of the knowledge. God said he would use all the things, and he said all things work together for the good to them that love him and are called according to his purposes. Understand, there's a reason for everything that is going on in your life, and it's a reason why someone else's everything is not the same everything that you have. You have what's going on, things that will help prepare you to do the call on your life. So do not question God other than, Lord, I know you still love me, and are you going to stay with me? Just be obedient and know that you will have that confidence. So in praying that, I, I lift everyone up that is listening, and I just say that, that God is. God is, and he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Trust him in every area of your life, physically, mentally, spiritually, socially, emotionally, intellectually, financially. Any way that you need him, you have to trust and insert him in all of it and know that God, he is the author and finisher of your faith. He is your alpha and he is your omega, not the people in your life, not your employer, not anyone but God. He will do it all for you, but you've got to have the confidence to trust him. And trust sometimes is earned. It's amazing. God trusts us even though we haven't earned it. But the more we have faith in him, the more it grows that when he said he will supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So I pray abundant filling of those riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And that can be done by our faith in him, by our trusting him, by our relying on him and adhering to his word. So I pray everybody in abundance of faith, abundance of, of believing, abundance of not doubting who God is, but knowing in spite of what's going on that he is and he is there. Understanding, Lord, I pray understanding to your people. 
I pray they give them a teachable spirit, Father God, a listening ear, Father God, to watch their ear gates from things that they do not need to hear or do not need to be their, uh, guard their eye gates so they don't have to see things that they don't want to have to answer to or be responsible for, Father God. Let them see you in and through all things, Father God. Let them see your loving kindness and your gentle mercies, Father God, regardless of what it looks like in the natural. Father God, I ask for an increase to them in their lives, Father God. We thank you for salvation, which is safety, soundness, healing, deliverance, and preservation. We thank you for that, Father God. Let them understand, Father God, that you are as large to them as they allow you to be. And in most cases, you are much larger because you are much greater. Let them learn to trust in you, Father God. Let them know, Father God, all they have to do is stir up that gift, Father God. They have all of the love, the joy, the peace, and all the rest of the fruit of the Spirit in them, Father God, by virtue of the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit enlarge in their lives, Father God. Let them be able to hear you, Father God. Let them understand that that 24-7 attention that he has for them, Father God, is real. They just have to take their eyes off of the world and focus on the Christ that is within them. For your word says that Christ in you is your hope of glory. So, Father God, I pray supernatural strength to them, supernatural understanding to them. Father God, I pray that you, you help them through this day. And if they have any issues in this day, in this life, Father God, that they have the confidence to put it in your hands. You're not worried about their circumstances. You just want them to know that you're there. Jesus said, asked the question, do they still not understand? I am the way, the truth, and the life. So keep Jesus as your focus. Trust in the Holy Spirit in you. Know that God knew what he was doing. And we just give you praise, glory, and honor, Lord. And I pray these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I tell you, um, God is definitely uh, a good God. And we've gotten some stuff this morning, I tell you. And I'm I'm walking around looking for what I'm looking for. And it's in my hand because uh, I use my phone. It's another tool that God has given me. We have abilities to do things with these things. Uh, maybe we're a little too dependent on them sometimes, but... Uh, as they are available, we definitely do want to use them. And what he gave me this morning uh, was Psalm 43. And uh, I'm going to start at the second verse of Psalm 43. It says, For you are the God of my strength. Why have you rejected me? Someone that was, uh, actually David was in a bit of a, a pinch. And uh, he was just crying out to God. And then it says, Why do I go mourning? because of the oppression of the enemy. Oh, send out your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling places. Then I will go to the altar of God to guide my exceeding joy. And upon the lyre I shall praise you, O oh God, my God. Why are you in despair, O oh my soul? And why are you disturbed within me? Hope in God for I shall again praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. And so it kind of, what, what, what he gave me this morning, I noticed that it went along with 
the Bible study that we had on Tuesday night, word for word. I'm talking about from the joy that we should have, sometimes being in a place of despair. Uh, we talked about, or Dr. Aaron can even mention that Bible study, that instead of focusing on it being op- or being depression, just see it as maybe it's something that's, uh, that, that has you oppressed which is something that kind of weighs down and is a bit heavy on you. So so David uh, 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 counts it as a despair. And so sometimes our spirits are in despair. And, and if there's somebody whose spirit is in despair, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. But in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Be encouraged by the words even that David has said in Psalm 43. Don't worry about what the adversary is trying to do. And man, keep your mind focused and keep your heart focused. Don't be led by the mind and the heart, but be led by the spirit of God and keep all that in check in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father God, we thank you for being with us this morning. God, we thank you right now for every prayer that's been prayed, oh God, already. God, even for this prayer right now, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you that you're always looking out for your people, God. You're always looking out, oh God, and looking over, watching over, covering your people, God. So we thank you for that now because you are a magnificent God. Hallelujah, oh God. We thank you that, that as he described, there is a holy hill. God, there is a place that we can go. God is a spiritual place that we can go. God, there's even a physical place that we can go. Well, we can bow down before you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We can meet you in that place, oh God, even if that place is in our very own spirit, oh God. You'll meet us right there in the name of Jesus because these spirits belong to you. Oh, God, this is a temple that our spirit is housed inside, oh, God. Hallelujah, you made us in your very image, oh, God. Your likeness did you create each and every one of us. Hallelujah, God. And so we give you glory for that because, ah, we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and that is why. God, we give you glory this morning for even having the ability to live and move and have our being. You allowed us to wake up today, oh, God. You allowed us to be able to rejoice in you today, oh God. Hallelujah. You allowed us, oh God, to be able to open up our mouth and give you glory in the name of Jesus. God, I end every prayer with go forth and dominate your day and encourage someone else to do the same. But God, I pray right now, whomever it is, wherever they are, oh God, I might not be able to physically see them, oh God, but in the name of Jesus, wherever they are in that place of despair, wherever they are in that low place, wherever Wherever they are, oh God, feeling forsaken. Wherever they are, oh God, feeling oppressed. Wherever they are, God, they may be feeling what is called depressed. Hallelujah, God, they may be even in a place of suppression. Wherever they are, oh God, in the name of Jesus, go to where they are, God, and raise them up, oh God. Remind them, God, I thank you that you would even send somebody, oh God, in the name of Jesus, to touch them. Hallelujah. And that very touch, hallelujah, God, is a point of of contact for you, oh God, and your spirit can enter in. Hallelujah, Jesus. Some people need something tangible. Some people need that thing that's physical. Oh God, I take you right now, oh God, that you send your servants, oh God. For the earth is full of them. So wherever there's somebody that just needs a little more of you, God that just needs a whole lot more of you, wherever they are, God send your servants, oh God. Hallelujah, to touch them, to speak into them, God, because it's more to speak life. God, right now, in the name of Jesus, 
thank you, God, that you would pull down every bit of negativity, every mental thought of negativity, God, everything in the heart that is negative, God, everything that comes out of the mouth that is bent on, hallelujah, destruction, instead of, hallelujah, God, building up. If it's not meant to build up, silence it, God, in the name of Jesus. Because somebody somewhere is being affected, hallelujah, detrimentally. And so we thank you, God, that you're already in that place. God, I thank you for the spiritual discernment that you've given me to be able to see that thing, oh, God, and be able to pray. God, each and every person, oh, God, that you've given that same gift to God, hallelujah, that same, hallelujah, yeah, 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 God, that they can look, oh, God, God, through a spiritual eye and see people who need you more. God, I thank you for that now, oh God, because all things come from you, God. Every good and perfect gift comes from you. Oh God, I thank you that these things they call powers. Oh God, I thank you that they come from you and that we use them for the good, oh God, that we use them, oh God, for kingdom's sake, that we use them, oh God, for building, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that we use them for building your kingdom, that we use them for building people up, oh God, hallelujah, Jesus, that we use them for strengthening, oh God, strengthening ourselves and others, oh God, in the name of Jesus, every good and perfect gift comes from God, so God, it's all written in your word, oh God, you've called each and every one of us, appointed each and every one of us for a purpose, and inside of that purpose, inside of that destiny, oh God, are the gifts and the call, oh God, hallelujah, Jesus, whatever they may be, whatever our destiny is, whatever our purpose is, oh God, You've given us everything that we need, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. And I touch and I agree, hallelujah, with the words that you have given to the woman of God on this morning. Hallelujah, God. And I thank you, oh, Lord Jesus, that even though, yeah, God, somebody somewhere can't hear the words that she has spoken, can't hear the prayer that I am praying, God, I thank you that in the spirit realm, oh, God, it is doing a great work, oh, God, and they're able, oh, Lord Jesus, to be affected anyway because your spirit has power like that. Oh, God, thank you now in the name of Jesus, because power belongs to God. Power belongs to God. Power doesn't belong to us. Hallelujah. We're just vessels that you're used to exact your power, God. Power belongs to God. Power belongs to God. And we thank you for the dynamite power that causes a great explosion now in the name of Jesus. God, it causes an explosion that lays waste every adversary, God, Every blockage, hallelujah, every hurdle that we have to jump over, oh God, everything, oh God, that's in our way, we thank you for the dunamis power that causes it to be no more. It obliterates it, God, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for the dunamis power, God, that shoots us where we need to be. Hallelujah, that shoots us to be able to stand, oh God, when we get there. And that when we open up our mouth, whether we open up with a strength and a force, or if we have a milder way of speaking, God, we thank you that regardless, it still has the same impact in the name of Jesus. It has the dynamis power of the living God, the same power, oh God, that you use, oh Lord Jesus, to have that little boy throw that rock, hallelujah, and take down a giant. It wasn't that he had it. It wasn't even the experience that he had. It was the generous power of God that got behind it and gave it forth, 
him. Hallelujah. It's a dangerous thing to call up against God. Hallelujah. And you've got to be able to recognize where God is. Hallelujah. You never know where he is if you don't open your spiritual eyes. We speak it now in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you that you will begin to open the spiritual eyes of your people that they be able to see God in the name of Jesus, that they be able to see and realize when they're coming up against a most high God. Hallelujah, Jesus, because your generous power will exact itself at any time if necessary. Hallelujah, Jesus. So we thank you, oh God, that you're strengthening your people in every way, on every level, wherever they may be. Oh, God, you're opening up their spiritual eyes, opening up the spiritual ears, oh, God. Hallelujah, revealing yourself like never before. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God, that nothing, oh, Lord Jesus, nothing, God, nothing, God, will stand in the way of your kingdom, nothing, oh, God. Nothing, oh God, will stand in the way of your kingdom, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Nothing, oh God, hallelujah. Bless your name, God. Nothing, oh God. Nothing, oh God, no matter how much the enemy tries, the adversary tries, oh God. Nothing, oh God, will stand in the way, hallelujah, Jesus, of that which you have set in place, of that which you have written a destiny for, oh God of everything that you have purposed, oh, God, in this earth. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And I thank you that you've given your people, one and all, oh, God. Hallelujah. The ability to tread upon. Hallelujah. The, the, the adder, the word says, of the snake and the scorpion. Oh, God, and nothing shall by any means harm us, oh, God. We're able to walk it out. We're able to be victorious. We're able, oh God, because of you. And so I thank you now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. I thank you now. I thank you now. Hallelujah. And I lift up those, oh God, that we know the adversary will come for even the more. Those that preach the gospel. Those that minister the gospel. Those who are evangelizing, oh God, and spreading the gospel. Oh God, those, oh God, who are put in place to lead in the gospel. Those that are put in place, oh God, to bring deliverance through the gospel. Oh God, in the name of Jesus. Those, oh God, that you've even anointed and appointed in the gospel to keep on of God. Hallelujah, those that are set in place to establish churches, oh God. Whatever purpose that you've got them in place for, oh God, multiple purposes in many cases. We thank you now for their protection. We thank you now for the hedge, oh God, that guards them and keeps the enemy at bay. We thank you, God, that you provide every bit of provision in the name of Jesus. Glory to God, wherever it is that they need, oh God. And especially, God, hallelujah, because it is our charge to lift up our own leader before you, oh, God. It is our charge to lift up our own leader before you, God. And so I lift him up before you, God. 
We don't have to say a lot because you know, oh God, hallelujah, we lift him up before you, God, whatever it is, wherever it is, even inside his family circle, God, hallelujah, whatever it is, finances, oh God, whatever it is, oh God, peace in the name of Jesus, whatever it is, healing in the name of Jesus, whatever it is, oh God, wherever it is, oh God, inside of that family circle, oh God, inside of his own life, hallelujah, Jesus, we thank you that you're able, oh God, hallelujah, not only able, but God, you are a willing God to be there, oh God, and do what needs to be done, hallelujah, God, we lift him, we lift him. Hey, we lift him, hey, glory. We lift him, oh, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We lift him up before you. Hallelujah. We thank you that you remove every stronghold, oh, God, that you bring it down from the heavenly realm, oh, God. Hallelujah. When the enemy is trying to do battle with those that you have sent with the blessing, oh, God, we thank you that you remove the stronghold, that you empower the angels that you send in place to fight. Hallelujah on his behalf. God, we thank you now in the name of Jesus that things are able to drop free and clear. Oh, God, hallelujah, because the battle is won. Hallelujah. And he, oh, God, and we are able to be victorious through you, oh, God, because whatever, hallelujah, begins at the head goes down to the skirt. Oh, God, so we thank you for it now, oh, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, that you got him, that you got him, that you got him. God, that you got him in the palm of your hand, oh God. And that you're guarding every thought, oh God. Hallelujah. You're guarding everything, hallelujah, that his eyes behold. Hallelujah, God, you're even guarding that mouth gate, hallelujah, Jesus. And you're able, oh God, to saturate him and give him the strength and the peace at the same time that he needs. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. So now even as we go forth, hallelujah, with this day dominated, we thank you for favor. We thank you for grace, oh God. And we thank you for mercy. Hallelujah, that is already gone before us. Oh God, glory to your name, oh God. Hallelujah. Go forth. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. We pray these prayers in Jesus' name. Yeah, amen, amen. Go forth. Dominate your day. Hallelujah. But what you can't believe is that this day was already dominated. In Jesus' name, this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Yeah, this is the day. This is the day that the Lord has may be
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.